What is going on, good people? Welcome and welcome back to QIYE, Aquarium Your Ear with me, your host. I'm Brett, I'm BAD, and I'm coming at you with another episode. We are just one episode away from season one ending. Nice little intro um, for uh, this podcast, and I truly hope that you all, as I always say, are enjoying this journey with me, and like I keep promising, season two will be here before you know it, and I'm really coming at y'all with some awesome, awesome stuff. The podcast is developing overall, and I too as an individual, so I hope that y'all ready to continue rolling and um just growing together we jump right in real quick before we jump in i just wanted to say that i hope that everybody enjoyed their thanksgiving their indigenous people day their gobble gobble day and just their thursday <laughs> that just passed um it was a great great holiday for some that look at it as a holiday and I enjoyed the food and I enjoyed my family this year was very intimate and I really appreciated that um I mean it was so intimate that Bay and I went back home like to our separate homes like um but I I was happy to see that people for the most part kept it small there were some big gatherings but people gonna do what they want to do at the end of the day the numbers are still growing like everybody the rebels are like over this pandemic and having to social and physically distance like people really ain't with the shits no more but i mean (laughs) what you gonna do (laughs) so yeah i do hope that everybody had a good thanksgiving um the quarantine wait hope we uh you know trying to keep that shit off because i gained a couple pounds probably a handful yeah about six pounds so a handful and a thumb um but yeah, we we going right into it. And I'm coming at y'all now with a quote. We got our quote today coming from Bon Jovi, the great. Nah, Bon Jovi was the homie though. Is the homie? Is Bon Jovi still alive? I don't know. Um, but the quote is like this. Nothing is as important as passion. No matter what you want to do with your life, be passionate. I'm run that back. Nothing is as important as passion. No matter what you want to do with your life, be passionate. And ironically, today's episode, talking about being passionate and things that you're passionate about, how to find passion and... Just talking about energy and and passion and just feeling power from the things that that motivate you. So, yeah. So, I'm going to take y'all through the dictionary version real quick before I even dive into my intake and and experiences about being passionate and just finding things that that bring me joy and 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 I become passionate about them but the dictionary um couple of different versions uh define passion as a strong feeling of enthusiasm or excitement for something or about doing something 
And I'm going to add that the something could also be someone. Um, you think about like differences and, and to which degrees where people express their passion for, for something. It usually is done with enthusiasm and they're so motivated and so gung-ho and so just, oh yes, I'm going to get it done. Or yes, this brings me great joy. And, and I feel like we sometimes need a reminder that we have to sometimes be passionate about ourselves. And I didn't even intend to drop a gym this early, but the more I'm thinking about it and looking at some of the notes that I have jotted down to to make sure that I cover in today's episode, all the things that are happening around us and the things that we experience, I mean, some of us, we all have different passions. You're not one person is passionate about the same thing. Um, I mean, you can be, but some of the things that you hold near and dear to your heart is very different than than others. Um, some people are very, very passionate about their animals. And like I said, it's key to be passionate about yourself. You, I mean, even in a relationship, you you will still spend the rest of your life with yourself. Like you only have you. This one body, this one mind, this is all you got. Um, people are passionate about learning, health and fitness. There are some fitness gurus out there, um, some folks that swear by whatever regimen this is the like people are are passionate about so so much passionate about art a lot of good artists out there um people that aren't artists you just appreciate it looking at art it it makes you feel a way you try to interpret whatever picture um or image that you're looking at people are passionate about their hobbies me for instance one of my hobbies i shared with you all before um i enjoy writing I'm very passionate about that, whether it's journaling, whether it's writing poetry, but that's that's one of my hobbies that I'm passionate about. In addition to music, playing the drums and still learning this guitar that I'm still struggling with because I don't set the time aside to do so. But <laughs> we still working on that, y'all. I still got a month left in this year to to try it and to make a habit of it. <laughs> but I mean, it's so much like when it when it comes to some people are passionate about uplifting others, um, learning new things. I think I used to be passionate about that. Um, just trying something new. I am the type I hate being bored. So the minute I can learn something new or apply a new, I don't know, situation or, um, you know, just apply something that, that I've learned and acquired over time like that, that makes me feel good. I'm enthused about that. And then of course you have people that are passionate about their careers, career minded people with a strong passion for what they do, whether it's something mundane or magnificent, they can make a difference in the world and within their industry, but you got to be passionate about it. I'm not talking about the people that just go to work just to collect the check. Like there are some just thinking of careers, like Nurses and doctors, especially now, we we really appreciate y'all for what y'all doing. And a lot of them are working tirelessly, like especially with this pandemic. It's, it's crazy out here. So we definitely appreciate you. And those are some of the people that are passionate about their careers. Even teachers. Teachers are struggling now. They didn't think that they'd have to teach your badass kids virtually for this long. Like, if ever. And you want to walk around with your titties out. You want to walk around cursing at your other kid. Like teachers don't get paid enough. (laughs) 
uh, but they are very passionate about teaching children and just making a difference in their local communities and in people's lives. So we appreciate you too. But those are just some examples. And overall, it's about finding peace, happiness, and, and just passion with, within yourself. So we're going to go to the next segment. I got a poem for y'all. So today's poem is from me. Um, this is nothing that I have even jotted down. So it's coming right off the dome. And I'm still learning how to edit <laughs> my podcast. So this is the complete and utter raw poem by yours truly. My passion is poetry. The words that flow, the words that go, the words that come to me, to my mind, to my heart, to my soul. My passion is poetry. My passion is clear. Clear as the day. I can't tell you no other way. All I know is what I feel, what I enjoy, what I enthuse about, what brings me joy, what speaks to my heart, my mind, and my soul. My passion is poetry. Sometimes I don't have a pen. Sometimes I don't have paper. Even when I do, damn it, I don't want to write. I dream. I wonder. I daydream. And still, my passion is poetry. As you all know, or maybe you don't because you don't know me, I have come from this great background, the best matriarch there has been has been gifted with poetry. The words that flow, the edifications that come to mind, whether I am of sound body and mind, I am passionate about poetry. I use it as my outlet. I use it as my go-to. I look at poetry to get me out of whatever I'm going through. Poetry is near and dear to me because it's all I have. Words with meanings. Words that I need to get off my heart, get off my mind, get off my chest before I do something bad. And let's not even take it there. Poetry is my passion. I think about where I've come from, where I have been, how I look at things differently, and I start to see this glow. I'm not an artist, so I can't draw it for you. But I have my words, I have my tone, and here you are listening to me. So I put my feelings, whether they're happy, sad, mad, angry, into a poem, and I share that, and you understand exactly how I feel the things that come to heart I was what they say born to do this and here I am 31 years old still trying to figure out this thing they call life because damn it we ain't never had no manual but I'm able to express and share that my passion is poetry I really do hope y'all enjoyed that poem. 
um, obviously the, not obviously, but the title, uh, was my, my passion is poetry. And that literally was something that I just closed my eyes and just let it flow. I don't know. I don't want to say, I don't know if it was inspiring or you guys enjoyed it. It was, it was my damn home, just raw. I, um, didn't write anything down and just like I said, whatever came to heart and mind, I just, I just let it rock. So I really do. I hope that y'all enjoyed that. Um, obviously at some point I will have to go back to, uh, like upon my editing to, to write it down. <laughs> so I add that to my book whenever that's coming out. But, um, yeah, that's that. So if y'all recall last episode, I shared that we would have a special guest on today and we are still in this lovely pandemic. That's not so lovely because it's claiming lives every day. Um, but we did not get together, um, this person and I, we relied heavily on technology to be able to, um, quotes, I'm using air quotes, get together. Um, and it was my first time actually doing it this way because when I had Amber on the show, it was more, I sent her some questions. She recorded her responses and sent them back to me and I plugged it into the episode. And then when I had Bay on here talking about um pink capitalism and pride we're in the same apartment so we we were just we were here together um so this special guest is uh listen we we rocking with it and that's that's part of growing just just journeying and and going through the ups and the downs so I do hope that um this recording works out (laughs) and I hope that there are no issues but um yeah, I got my boy with me, with me in quotes, and um, we about to just spit, spit and chop it up for a little bit. So hope y'all enjoy. Okay. <clears throat> we are live. Oh. What is going on, Jimmy? Hey, hey, hey! How's it going? It is going. Let me tell you the technical struggles that I just endured <laughs> to freaking connect with you. <laughs> I was like, wait, she said she was about to connect right away. Like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love technology, man. Oh, you know, you know. But you can hear me okay? I can hear you fine. I hope the guests can hear us because I won't be able to edit till after we disconnect. So we're just going to rock uh, with it, though. There, hey, go with it. Go with the flow. That's what I'm talking about. So I, for those that don't know, I have a mutual friend um, joining us today by, he goes by the name of Jimmy. That is not his legal name, but that's what he prefers. (laughs) And that's what we're going to call him. Um, And we have been kicking it for a couple of years now. um, And he is, in my opinion, a very strong minded and very outspoken uh, gentleman who I happen to vibe with and I love having small debates with. <laughs> so, Thank like, you. I, Thank you. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. See, we got to keep each other on our toes. They don't understand. Right. 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 <laughs> so, um, like I mentioned to the guest um, listeners last episode, and I made reference to my. Um, what do you call it? My episode on like the election and stuff like that. And when you and I were mm-hmm. talking about 
um, just voting and, you know, how we agreed to disagree about every vote counting, et cetera. So from uh-huh. there, that's kind of when I segued and, and introduced you uh, as, as a guest. But why don't you go ahead and just tell everybody about yourself, who you are, what you're about, and, and we'll go from there. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, um, well, my name, my name is Jimmy. I'm also, I guess, James, my legal name. Um, as you can see, it's not too far off. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm, I do better questions, but uh, I mean, what? I guess what, yeah, what do you want to know? I mean, I like, I enjoy comics, uh, you know, reading, uh, you know, video games, regular, regular stuff, but I also work, um, in the, I guess, the, I don't know, I guess in the counseling psychiatry field. Um, nice. So that's, you know, it's kind of what I do, you know, working with, working with people, working um, in the hospital. So I have had zero pandemic time, um, except for that <laughs> I just can't go anyplace. I still got to go to work. So that sucks. But uh, as they were saying, you know, it's, it's good to have a job in this time. So definitely, I, mean, I, I am thankful for that. But so um yeah that that's basically basically me that's cool that's cool um that's not true that's all you want to share but that's okay we we're not done <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> do, not... again i do better with questions um any i'm i feel like i can be an open book i can answer um you know i guess guess because it is a queer mayor i am bisexual if that that matters or that helps, I guess, you know, flow things. But um yeah, um again I do better with questions. But yeah, anything <laughs> <laughs> anything you want to know, let me know. That is cool. We're not gonna tell people that though, because I don't want them emailing me after <laughs> after they hear this and oh, let me holler at Jimmy. Be <laughs> like, what's going on? Do you send to me his link to his stuff? You know, no. <laughs> on. we not even we not even opening that can of worms. So questions, specific questions. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so thank you for your lovely intro. That's all we're gonna share. <laughs> um but since the last time that I talked to you, um, it was, like I said, uh, right when, the, you know, the election and everything. So what, because we haven't mm-hmm. talked after Biden has officially won for the third time mm-hmm. per AP, because right. Trump is being <laughs> fucking Trump. What are your overall, like, feelings <laughs> and your overall reaction of, of the election? Um, I mean, it. I, I, well, one, I'm happy Trump's not president anymore. Um, that, that that that's the number one thing. Um, you know, I I I guess I put it like this: <clears throat> for each, I guess, candidate, uh, no matter what, except for like, I mean, to be honest, except for like Obama, who was just like, "Yep, that's a black guy." You know, we're rooting for that. Um, I, I I really like doing. Um, I guess like re- yeah, I like doing research before I'm commit to anything. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't, I can't say that I have researched Biden or anything like that. You know, besides like just stuff you hear in the media. But I mean, I, I guess at this point, I mean, what research do you need? He's not Trump, so I mean, that, facts though. Right, right. I mean, yeah, um, you know, at some point, you know, you can put the re- not put it aside, but like. It gets to a point where it's like, you know what? At least you're not such and such. 
But um, I mean, in general, in terms of like politics and, and the election and things like that, I really, I really like to do, you know, research before I commit myself to any candidate, you know, Republican or Democrat. Um, I, I guess I'm registered as an independent. Mm. You know, I don't know if you, I don't remember if it was talking to you or someone else, but they were um, talking about the show Designate Survivor. Definitely where, not um, me. What the hell is that? Okay. <laughs> it's a show, um, I think it was on NBC or ABC, but it's now on Netflix. But basically, um, you know, like when the president gives a State of the Union, mm-hmm. much the whole country is inside of Congress. Um, well, yeah, Congress. Um, well, yeah. The, the build, I'm thinking of the building, uh, the Capitol building. Yeah. Oh, I was um, about to say United Nations. <laughs> Go ahead. But the, um, you know, the, basically the entire, the entirety of our government is inside the Capitol at that time. Um, but there's one person who is not, so that if anything happens to everyone, they're in charge, aka the designated survivor. So in this movie, I mean, that. Oh my gosh, Jimmy, just tell us you don't want to talk anymore. You don't have to disconnect. <laughs> like, nope, this is too personal. I'm leaving. I just <laughs> off everything. <laughs> let, me, let me take off my mic and, and storm off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. Like I said, it's it's technology. This is my first time doing this. So we're making it work. Um right, people, right. Don't, people don't know the struggle that, that it takes to to do all this fine tuning but we we are rejoined and i think the last thing i heard was the um talking about the show and you were saying um the position yes go ahead yeah um and basically you know there's that that's what happens in real life and in the tv show the capitol building is attacked everyone dies and the only one left in the government to lead is Mm -hmm. the designated survivor and he's independent and um the point I was saying that throughout the TV show, it kind of his character shows kind of like how government can be if, you know, there wasn't there was more than a two party system. Hmm. Yeah. And that's why that's why I kind of like the show. I mean, you know, it um, it I think it did like three seasons. Two seasons was like um, ABC, NBC. I think the third season was Netflix. They made it, um, which was, you know, it was OK, but, you know, took a little departure from what they normally do. But it's a cool show. But um. Basically, it was a good idea. I feel like uh, it was a the show kind of showed me, I guess, how I would like to, you know, run the government or what, you know, I think is a good idea for running the government as far as without without necessarily doing the, the you know, being a Republican thing or a Democratic thing. Just, oh, hey, that's a good idea thing. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like that. So. So, OK, you brought up being registered as independent. What what foster that like? just over time or the more that you did your research on the Democratic and Republican Party? Like, how did, how, I mean, you registered to vote usually at the age of 18. So what mm-hmm. what about independence did you know at that point to decide, okay, I don't rock with the Republicans or the Democrats and, and you know, et cetera? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, I believe I registered to vote when I was, yeah, no, let me tell you, I was going to say I believe. <laughs> I did register to vote at 18 because I, I was actually in the National Guard, and I believe, like, when you do, like, that process, you're automatically, like, registered to vote. Mm. Uh, so, um, but anyway, I mean, I had basically picked it, not necessarily because I don't identify as either one, but mainly just because I think it's about having good ideas, um, regardless on who makes the good ideas, Republicans or Democrats. 
Um, I just feel like you need, I feel like you need a good idea. I mean, I don't want to support an idea just because it's Republican or, or it's Democratic. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of, especially with Trump, you saw a lot of people, I feel like a lot of Republicans just kind of, um, backing him or okaying or like as much as my mom always said co-signing you know mm-hmm. because he's republican and it's like it's and you know not all republicans did that there were some that you know kind of stood out or you know kind of said something every now and then but um it's uh, i think it's it's a little sad when you're just supporting something just because that's your you know, that's your party or that's your role, buddy, or, you know, you don't, I don't think you need to co-sign someone's foolishness just because they're, you know, part of whatever group you're in. Look at you dropping gems on my podcast. <laughs> right, no, right. No, I, I definitely, I fucks with that. And I mean, it sounds like you're overall, regardless of the, the party, you're passionate about just good ideas and effective leadership. Yes, yes, yep. Okay, so without me saying that, what what are you most passionate about? Because this episode we're talking about about being passionate and, um, you know, just just being enthused about about certain things, um, you know, in in life, et cetera. So, what what are you passionate about? Just you as an individual. Um, I mean, one, I, I enjoy, <laughs> as anyone can tell you, I enjoy my comics. Um, you know, big big comic book fan there. I'm really, you know, passionate about that. Like I do the comic cons. I I know over oh, you, I guess oh you for real about that thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean like I guess You dress one, up too? <laughs> the what? You dress up too? I was just about to say, like one of the good things about the pandemic <laughs> is that since I can't go out, I'm saving money. So there was a costume that I was like, you know, I want to do this. But like for years, I looked at it, but never stopped and never kind of did it. And it was always like, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to go out this weekend, you know, use some money that way. <clears throat> but since I haven't gone out, but, you know, I have more money. So I did actually buy a costume um, very, very recently. Very recently. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't gotten it together yet. Like, yes, because I, I have not seen pics. No, there would have been pics all over the place. So, <laughs> but um, it was actually um from Star Trek, one of my other passions. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm passionate about that. I mean, that's I guess just personal. I mean, professionally, I would like to um do uh, assessments for the courts, like um when they say like competency to stand trial and um you know things of that nature. Um. And they call, usually you see it on the TV where they're like, oh, they call that psychiatrist in and they're like talking on the stand about the person's um, fitness or their, you know, their mental state at the time. Um, that's, that's, that's what I'm passionate about and what I want to do, I guess, you know, moving forward, you know. Mm-hmm. So psychiatry, I mean, I don't want to know like your, your day to day, but how do... <laughs> Cause I've always felt like I'm just starting to get back in tune with therapists and, and why I uh-huh. think, you know, people need to talk to other people and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So like just in your, your line of work and, and personal experiences when it comes to like, you know, being passionate as a psychiatrist and just in that field in general, how, mm-hmm. 
how do you like you're taking on so much how do you stay enthused and remain passionate um like like about your career I, before i i connected with you i i mentioned that that people are passionate about their careers and it's mm-hmm. a lot of people out here especially now with the pandemic we have you know the essential workers um the teachers yeah. are the frontliners you know they at this point you've got to be passionate to be teaching these badass kids right now because it's, <laughs> right. it's crazy <laughs> like you you're not doing this for a paycheck I'm convinced. <laughs> yes, um, so, a little bit more than that. <laughs> right, right. I mean, yes, the benefits are great, but no, you really love your job. <laughs> so, we, you know, we need people like that. But just like in your line of work, how, because you do take on so much, um, like how, how do you remain passionate and just just enthused about, about what you do every day? Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, it's always been... It, it's always what I wanted to do. I mean, I've always um, kind of wondered, you know, kind of what makes what makes people tick, you know, um, you know, why well, as I always as I remember, like forming in like essays and things like that. It's like, why do people do what they do? Mm. Um, you know, kind of answering that question and just, you know, kind of fascinating to see how, you know, human behavior is played out. Um you know, across just different people's lives. Right. Um, and I think you need that base to be passionate. Um, and I guess in psychiatry, psychology is a big field and it can, uh, you know, you can do different things within the field. Um, I'm not, I'm not too much <clears throat> doing like therapy and counseling too much. Um, I'm doing more, <clears throat> kind of on the spot assessments, kind of those things. You know, oh, things the like, evaluation. Oh, so you get you're like more on the intake, or yeah, I would say more more the intake. Like I um, I mean, I currently work as a screener, a psychiatric screener with um in Union County, mm-hmm. and you know we'll get you know we'll get people walking in, we'll get calls from family members, and we'll go out with police, and you know we're like that person you see like evaluating the person i was i was joking my friends and be like you know that guy in the white coat that comes to your house and grabs you <laughs> that's kind of what i do but i don't <laughs> grab you okay <laughs> the police grab you <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but no i mean it's I, I do like the initial evaluation and the assessment intake you know type things you know okay but, um I mean, to, I guess to go back to the passion part of it, it's it's you. I think you have to have that passion. I mean, at some point, when you're coming into your job, you know, to do you know whatever it is that you're you're doing, how how much time you're doing it, and you just don't want to be there. There has to be something beyond just money. Like you're not. I mean, I I mean. I won't say everyone, but I know I'm not getting paid enough just to be like, oh, well, you know, I don't I don't really care. Let me just go in and make this money. Yeah, no. That's <laughs> to, to be something, you know, beyond that. I mean, maybe maybe when I get my doctorate or something like that, maybe it'll just be like, oh, whatever, you know, I'm getting paid. But, you know, for now, it's more of a just a passion of just of wanting to understand why people do what they do and just also also it's a little bit of passion to hear their stories i mean you're at the end of the day you're hearing someone's story mm, i like that i like that a lot and, and thinks it makes it takes me back to just thinking about how you become passionate about something um mm-hmm. and no matter what you have to start you can't be passionate about something without actually doing it and then okay. you touched on another great point um when you were mentioning when we were talking about politics and just 
research in, in general. You have to learn mm-hmm. everything about it because in yeah. order to, to be passionate about something, you need to know the ins and outs and kind of in a way become obsessed with it to yeah. the point to where you right. indulge yourself and, and integrate with it. And then, okay, bam, this is my passion. But it's definitely a process, um, yeah. you, you know, to, to be passionate about something or, or someone. Um, yeah. And it's, it, I mean, I said prior uh, to connecting with you that we, no matter what, have to start somewhere with being passionate with ourselves. It's the same thing with finding happiness. Like all that starts within. Mm-hmm. You can't be passionate about something or someone else if you're not even excited about yourself. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's. I feel like when you've discovered, you know, whatever your passion may be, I, I think it'll come to you effortlessly. Um, not necessarily effortlessly, or <clears throat> I'll say you'll have the motivation to do that research and find out, you know, what, what that is. I mean, unfortunately, not everyone is passionate about themselves. And for some people that is just, it's a process Mm -hmm. um, that you definitely, you know, that that every individual needs to invest in about, you know, just being themselves and who they are. Um, But in, in general, I think that when your passions, when you discover what your passions are, you know, it'll come to you effortlessly. It'll be easy. I mean, you know, like I always remember, <clears throat> like for instance, I, you know, I was talking earlier, I like comic books. Um, you know, I, I when I was younger, I was collecting comic book cards, and um, you know, on the back of the card, you turn it over, they tell you the person's height and weight and all the rest of that. And you know, one of my favorite X Men was Cyclops, and I always remembered for some dumb reason that he used six three, like. Why would like why of all the information to collect in the world? That's why would I remember? You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like why why would that you know because that's that's what I like. That's what I'm passionate about. <clears throat> so, oh, I thought she was going with somewhere else with that. Like, um, hey, he's my favorite, and I'm six three too. I, I mean, I, I am. I thought I was going to be a so full that, circle. <laughs> you know that that's cool. That's cool as well. But yeah, I do. I do remember thinking. I mean, at the time, I was like. I don't know, like fifth, sixth grade when I had the comic book cards. But I always remember, you know, I just remember these interesting facts about, you know, the different comic book things. And it's always like, I always think to myself, like, why why do you remember that? Of all the things in life that you could remember in your brain, why why does that, why does that, you know, why do you remember that? Mm. I think, again, it relates to, because I like it. It's a passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, uh, Damn, his height though. Right. <laughs> I can I can roll both people's real real names for you. Their code names. It's it's really ridiculous. I don't know why I remember <laughs> all this stuff, but again, no, I guess, that, yeah. that's dope though. Um, I mean, yeah, just just touching back on your passion, like you said, it comes to you effortlessly. I think once you do discover it, it's something that you won't have to question. And I feel like when I finally decided, you know, during this pandemic to, okay, this is my time to buckle down. We ain't going nowhere, no time soon. What did you, what's something that you had your heart and mind set on and haven't started? Like I, you know, went back to my new year's resolutions and just goals and stuff. And how about you actually start this podcast? You have so much time on your hands. You don't mm-hmm. know 
and like your job is uncertain yes you're in school but you juggle everything else so you know why not now and then with this um I mean I had an idea of how I wanted the platform to be and just the episodes um you know in the segments but Mm -hmm. it wasn't until I actually started recording that I'm like okay I want this to be a journey and with that I want others to to find themselves in that because I mean Mm -hmm. At our age, in our 30s, you know, we're, we're still trying to figure out life. They tell you, you know, oh, your 20s are for living it up and figuring things out. Yeah, live it up in your 20s because in your 30s, you'd be asleep by fucking 10 o'clock for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> like, but you're still trying to figure yourself out. And I mean, that's what I'm doing, like, like with this podcast. Like, I know for certain the things that I am passionate about and the things that drive me, but we don't we don't know what we're supposed to do in life like you find your purpose but there is no manual there is no section a b c like it's all the journey and you only know what you don't want and what you do want from watching other people in those relationships you know that you end up fostering and experiences that you go through um to determine you know okay this is what i want this is what i don't want i'm going to be successful i'm going to do this you know because i don't think anybody and correct me if i'm wrong or if you disagree because that's what you're good at <laughs> but like <laughs> but people you know that are having it rough like you know the homeless they didn't decide mm-hmm. to get there you know like certain things happen to kind of throw you off your a game and your focus and you're like yeah. okay you have you know some of us are fortunate to have a support system to where we can bounce back on our feet but I've been thinking about veterans like some of them are just high and dry like Trump blatantly said he don't give a fuck about that you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. so it's, it's stuff like that and just having a warm and welcoming heart I mean that's that's all part of authenticity but mm-hmm. i mean i don't know jimmy you i really didn't picture you as the the comic type but that's that's actually a fun <laughs> fact to fun fact to know and i kind of want to know how you even got into that like <laughs> i mean I, I i i like to surprise people what can i say i'm, I'm a little a little just you know it's like oh i never yep yep that's what i do now <laughs> but um <clears throat> i don't i mean as far as uh, okay, wait. The first thing that you were talking about was it was I'm, 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 my brain is trying to get several things together at once. <laughs> okay, so I'll good. just go. <laughs> well, as far as the comics, I'm just getting into it. Um, I mean, my dad has always been like a Spider-Man fan, and he'll have you know, like he had like comic books and things around. Um, so I mean, but he's not he's not like a huge comic book fan, but he's said stuff around. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I always, I guess maybe that would be my start. Um, as far as how I kept with it, um, I mean, I feel like it just, it, it spoke to me a lot. Like for instance, the, um, the X-Men, um, was one of my favorite groups and I always thought they always had a great analogy for, um, just for like the, um, LGBT stuff, um, just in general, they had a good, they had a good analogy for that because they're always in their in their Marvel, you know, universe. They were always projected as the, um, you know, the people on the outside. You know, they 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 could, yeah, they could kind of blend in with society, but sometimes they couldn't. Sometimes they can, and you know, the the oh, question oh. of should you, you know, should you blend into society, you know, if you can, type, you know, questions like questions like that. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, mm-hmm. I know that definitely that for me definitely spoke a good um, identification, especially since I'm 
you know, like I was saying before, I'm bisexual, um, you know, I'm masculine. So it's not like I'm necessarily, if you saw me, I guess I'm sure you wouldn't maybe not necessarily be like, oh, yeah, you know, that's a guy that may, you know, mess around with other guys. Not at all. So, I mean, it's, it's, I remember the, I think it was the second X-Men movie where, you know, Nightcrawler, who's like blue and has a tail and all the rest of that, was asking Mystique, you know, the one that can change, basically shapeshift into whatever. He asked her, you know, if you can do that, why don't you just do that all the time and just blend in? And she was like, because mm, we shouldn't have to. Mm. And that's, yeah, and that's, I feel like that's always been one of the core, you know, one of the core X-Men things where it's been like, yeah, you know, we're different, but we shouldn't have to, you know. So that was kind of, that was, that was I know that for the X-Men anyway, that was a strong, <laughs> a strong identification thing. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I always enjoyed Captain America, um, you know, because he's kind of, oh, I think he, you know, I saw a meme one time that says, why is it that I like Captain America, but I hate America? And then someone replied, like, because Captain America stands for what the ideals of what America should be versus what America is. Yes. And, oh, my God. That's a yeah. whole debate, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and that is, that, that's a whole, that's a whole nother, like, episode long podcast, you know, season long podcast. <laughs> for <Okay>. real. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, I just feel like comics in general, um, you know, they, they identify, I, I see myself in them and, you know, take from them, you know, how to, you know, part, again, like you were saying earlier, how to navigate life. Because, no, you know, regardless of your passion, <clears throat> you're no one, it's not a handbook on life. I mean, you know, you kind of figure it out, pick it up, you know, pick it up as you go, roll with the punches. Um, yeah, so... Nice. That's what's up. I um, you definitely were speaking a foreign language with the, but until you came to mention Captain America, I was like, (laughs) but we never know. It might be somebody that's like, oh yeah, oh I fucks with. I don't know what you talk about, bro. (laughs) See, see, there'll there'll be someone. There'll be someone. I believe it. So. Um, so, all right. So you touched on a lot of stuff with that response, but I, I've come across, um, cause I do research like just on whatever I'm talking about, just so people don't feel like I'm just saying some refresh shit, but then again, sometimes I do, um, but I try to, right. <laughs> but I do try to find like some facts and, and just stuff to, to back me up. So, um, when I was doing research about like just passion and being passionate, I came across, um, it was, I don't know. It was an article. I think the guy's name was, Kevin Hogan or Hogan or something I don't know irrelevant but the mm-hmm. thing um the statement was like your identity is your passion and causes your success and I was like I had to really stop for like a couple of seconds and I read it again and I was like I don't know if I agree with that so I guess mm-hmm. I want to know if you agree and, and what you feel about that statement okay. your well, identity re- is your passion <laughs> and causes your success Okay, I'm, I'm repeating it to myself in my head, so say it again. <laughs> uh, he said, your identity is mm-hmm. your passion and mm-hmm. causes your success. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like your... 
I guess I see what they're saying, but I feel like you would say maybe your passion is part of your identity and causes your success. I mean, I, I, I would assume ideally whatever you're passionate about, you can hopefully, you know, make, make some money off of at some point. Right. Um, that's, that's where my mind was going with it. That identity pretty much is what drives your passion and then yeah. passion kind of loops back into your identity and okay, you could make a career out of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, just because of how our society is set up, um, you know, money is a large motivating force mm -hmm. <laughs> um, to put it very, you know, very commonly. Um, it's so, I mean, ideally, yeah, you would want your passion to make money. But I mean, think of it, if I'm thinking about, you know, a ideal society where, you know, your driving force isn't necessarily how much money I can make, you're doing whatever your passion about should, should be part of your identity. I mean, right. I feel like regardless of, I won't say like regardless, but when, when I when I chose, I guess, what I wanted to do in life, um, you know, be it, you know, working in psych, in psychology, I didn't necessarily go, oh, wait, so what's the medium income of a psychologist or what's the median income of a counselor? Um, but I definitely, definitely ran into people in college and just in life who that was how they did it. You know, there mm -hmm. was, like, oh, I need to be a businessman because I can make that much, you know, but I'm really passionate about art. Um, and, you know, they, they stopped doing what their hopes and their dreams were just because, you know, you, you know, they couldn't make money off of it. I mean, and sometimes in some situations, you just have to do what you have to do. I mean, I, I mean, I don't have any kids or anything like that. So, I mean, maybe if I had a kid and you know what, I had to take that business job sitting at a desk all day in order to provide for, you know, me and my family, you know, of course I, I'll do what I have to do. Right. Um, but there is a certain, I always feel a certain amount of sadness when I encounter someone who, 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 you know, who isn't doing what they are passionate about, you know, because of the constraints that our society, you know, has placed upon, you know, placed upon people, you know, mainly, mainly in the form of money, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I guess it is something where you're, your part of your identity is you know what you're passionate about so yeah I agree with that and I also feel like sometimes like passion comes from competition because you know human nature we're all competitive I've said multiple times in my podcast I will try to outdo whatever the fuck you're gonna do <laughs> like that, that's just me <laughs> and it's like like we compete in different ways um and you know generally two competing individuals you have separate identities mm. and it's like we end up competing with ourselves and with others but sometimes that's that's what draws people like you just the mm. adrenaline rush just the the power trip like you're enthused because you are competing or because you have like mm. your eye on a prize whatever that may be mm. so that definitely you know ties into into the money aspect and how people can definitely be be driven by the the dollar signs and instead of 
you know, actually following and pursuing their dreams. And I mm-hmm. can honestly say I I went down that rabbit hole on both ends um, because I, I've always seen myself running events and kind of just in the hospitality field. Um, mm-hmm. But we don't get paid a lot of money in that field. You know what I mean? So yeah. from there, I was just like, okay, I need to find something else, a side hustle, a this, a that, a side mm-hmm. business, like whatever... <clears throat> excuse me, whatever the case may be, because it's not cutting it, but I dare not dibble and dabble into something else just because I want to make more money. No, I'm going to find what else, what else I care about so that I I can generate Mm -hmm. that, that supplemental income, which is, you know, obviously not this podcast because what sponsors do I have? (laughs) You know what I mean? So this, what sponsors do you have? Not yet, you know. Right, right, <laughs> not yet. That's key. But I'm saying, like, that just goes to show that I'm passionate ab- yeah. about this journey, you know, because mm-hmm. this this mm-hmm. isn't driven by money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So so just that. But I um yeah, I don't know. It's I'm I'm definitely learning, I'm definitely growing, and I definitely found out some some cool stuff about you, um, mm-hmm. which I appreciate you sharing. But just one more um question for you, uh, because we are kind of not running out of time, but um, you know, we don't we don't want to go over the hour because originally I said my podcast is gonna be like 25, 30 minutes. I've been pushing like almost 50 minutes. Well, <laughs> you like know, I, as I always told you, you know, when it just kind of goes, it flows. And I said, just go on. I, I love it. But yeah, nah, I definitely appreciate that. Um, but I'm gonna try to get get, get more structure for the next season. But the last question, just because 2020 mm. has been like a, a crazy year, and I've often said that. You know, nobody ever thought that we would start a new decade like this. Nobody ever thought that this was, you know, a, a way to go into this this new decade. And I mean, it started with Kobe passing away, then the freaking pandemic. Then we lost a bunch of people like during a pandemic. And like, it's kind of hard to just like look up and, and be hopeful. But mm. one of the things I mentioned to you about, um, you know, just the election that it really was a lesser of the two evils for me. And mm. just knowing that Trump is, didn't win that kind of gave right. me hope. And now it's going to take some time, of course, for us as black people to keep it funky to heal. And then just the nation as a whole, yeah. but that's just how I feel about 2020. But do you have like any, any personal takeaways? Cause I know, I mean, it's different for, for all of us, um, but yeah. just 2020 takeaways and, and just how to kind of end the year, like on a good foot. Cause shit, it's, it's December this week. <laughs> Um, I mean, my, I mean, I guess, I guess the first thing I was thinking a little bit when you were mentioning earlier that, um, I guess competition kind of sometimes drives, drives you. I mean, I've always, um, I guess just a small comment on that. It's just, I was trying, I was trying to think of how competition has driven me and I couldn't, I couldn't really think of too much. I mean, um, pause. That's a damn lie. At game night, (laughs) we be going ham. Whether it was fucking Uno, whether it was say, like, don't play. (laughs) Now, I mean, I guess when you're thinking of games and things like that, yeah, definitely. I mean, but I, I guess I feel like maybe I'm thinking of the other end of the rabbit hole that. I guess when you lose, it's like, oh man, I lost, you know, and being like so, I guess like sad about it and everything and upset. I mean, I've never experienced that part of it, but I don't know. I've also, I've also been kind of in general, I feel like I'm a pretty chill, laid back guy. 
So, um, you lied. But I mean, because I remember playing, you know, bass. Of course, you know, because I'm tall, basketball a lot, and uh, not not just being playing in it, but like being pushed to play in it. And it was kind of <laughs> always. I always remember the competitive nature of it, and I really remember like not playing for a while because of that competitive nature, where it was just like mm-hmm. it's just a game. Have fun, and it, that I feel like at some point, I guess the fun in the competition. I guess when the point where the competition be- doesn't become fun, I guess that's when you're at the at that at the other end of that point. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, for me. But um, okay. So to get back to the real question, uh, twenty twenty. Um, you know, there was so much. So so much I feel like hopes and dreams in 2020 that just did not happen. Right. Um, uh, I like I was supposed to like me and like two of my other friends were planning to go to Spain, and like this is like this like I went when I was in college I went to the Dominican Republic and did something like with a nurse like the school I was with. Um, so it's kind of more of a school trip than a kind of just a straight out pleasure trip. So like Spain was like the first time I was really supposed to like go abroad and like just you know enjoy enjoy myself but um you know that didn't happen (laughs) so uh (laughs) i mean 2020 has been kind of rough um i do believe that getting trump out is definitely a good way to start the you know start the new year Mm -hmm. um I, i that being said there was still a fuck ton of people that fucking voted for that man. Bruh. <laughs> how? Like, how? I mean, regard, I mean, just, and, and I feel like that, it doesn't dishearten me so much as to kind of confirm what I've always thought about people. I mean, something growing up, you know, as Black, as someone who, you know, identifies not necessarily in the, whatever the norm of society is, you know, sexuality wise, you know, me being bisexual versus, you know, um, you know, heterosexual is that I've always, and, and also like I was saying before me, I guess having the ability to kind of blend in is that you hear all the little things, you know, that people say, because it's like, Oh, you know, they're not talking about them. You know, like, you know, people say things about, you know, gay people, or, you know, if you're, you're sitting with a group of your, you know, even if you're sitting with a group of your black friends and you're talking about other races and things like that, mm-hmm. you know, hearing that inside information, it kind of always made me feel that, you know, people can be real, you know, whatever, whatever adjective you want to put in there when it really, when they're like, when they're, being honest with themselves and they're in a comfortable space where they can feel like they can speak, they're going to tell you some real fucked up shit at some point. <laughs> at some point, right. Right. And I mean... Once you break that barrier. Right, right. And, you know, even if it's like you're... And I mean, not... And again, not to say that we don't have, you know, the little things that are in us and a little commonly held beliefs and things like that. But, you know, sometimes it's just the things that we would think would be a deal breaker for us is not necessarily a deal breaker for everyone regardless mm-hmm. or irregardless of I, I don't know if irregardless is the word but it's definitely not <laughs> okay, regardless <laughs> of how the person um you know really smiles in your face about it 
you know, it's just the, you know, the, the white person or, you know, the Spanish person or the black person or whoever it is smiling in your face and doing all the rest of this, you know, they can turn around, they can vote for Trump, you know, in the polls and that's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I feel like, and, and I feel like that was the lesson of Donald Trump, to be honest with you, is that, hey, we're not over, you know, we're not in this, oh, racism is over, you know, type thing. You know, it's these people are out here. They're still out there and they still is a still large majority of them. And I feel like sometimes um, or I guess I guess to keep it to keep it real, like 100 percent real, like I was in terms of like sexuality and things like that, I was kind of told by some people like, oh, um, you know, you may have, you may have misjudged the situation, you know, made me not everyone thinks about that, thinks that way. About Bisexuality? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. About sexuality. What? That's an, okay. You coming back. Go ahead. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, you know, like not, not necessarily. Well, I guess to give more context to what I'm saying at, at the point where I was speaking to, um, like friends and family members about, um, about me being bisexual um, and kind of kind of like coming out to them and everything. It was in that process, it was kind of put where I got the feeling that people were kind of saying, hey, you should have told us about this earlier. You know, whatever you whatever your preconceived notions of what, how we would have responded to it, it was off and that you should have told mm-hmm. us earlier type thing. OK, got you. And. I remember my thought process as far as not telling people and things of that nature. And then I felt like people tried to say, oh, no, you're wrong. And I'm like looking at the world. I'm like, nah, people (laughs) people are assholes. And, you know, this is, you know, this is what it is. I didn't misjudge the situation. Right. Um, You're just supporting me. (laughs) Right. Right. You're right. Because you because you know me. But I mean, this wasn't that wasn't the case. But I mean, regardless of all that, I think that kind of get back because I feel like I'm losing focus. I'm just (laughs) going off. But (laughs) I feel like um, that was the lesson of Trump and of 2020 is that just people are not not as good as you think they are um like just just thinking of america in the whole and how they responded to the pandemic like i I remember this meme that says america ain't nothing you know america ain't nothing but a third world country with a gucci belt (laughs) (laughs) love it (laughs) like people just can't like you can't stay still like they told you they literally told you to do nothing sit in your house and do nothing which everyone claims they want to do all the time but <laughs> except for when you're forced to that's right, the key though right i mean and and don't get me wrong because um i i guess one i you know i like i've said before i work in a hospital so i've been able to go out you know i can go out you know if i want to places but you know two Okay, I lost. I kind of lost my train of thought there. But one, I'm able to go out places. So I mean, I haven't had that full lockdown experience. So right. that's part of me talking there. But I also know part of me too. I mean, at some point, you would have to kind of, you would, 
you know, balance of, hey, if I go to, you know, see grandma because I haven't seen her, you know, in, in such a long time, I might give her something that kills her. Like, mm-hmm. that's not that's not OK. That's not cool. And, you know, you would think in a larger realm that, um, you know, that might stop people from doing stuff. And again, you know, looking at Trump and how some people respond to the pandemic. That doesn't seem to be the case. And I am a little disappointed at humanity. But again, I feel like when I sit down and really like have conversations with myself, like I do all the time, it's like, (laughs) yo, for real, humanity wasn't that bomb to begin with. I don't know why you are disappointed by this. This is always who they've been. So, you know, I guess that was the main point. When I sit down and really think about it, think of 2020 and all just all the bullshit and the crap it's kind of like that's just always who they've been <laughs> i don't know why are you surprised by this so i don't know no, that's that's <laughs> definitely facts and i i um as you were talking a lot went through my head and we've all been saying it we know that this this pandemic regardless of the year has shown has revealed everybody their true colors if you had a hustle if you speaking of passion if you were passionate about something Mm -hmm. this was the time to display that people got so creative like tiktok fucking blew up and it's still blowing up Mm -hmm. you know like this was the time to reveal whether or not you were for other people and you know you're able to display your support system and how you support others and just kind of just take a a step back because at some points we were forced to and Mm -hmm. like you said people we all we go to work oh boy I want to go home okay now you have to go home now you have to stay home but you don't want to do that it's that that freedom that Americans think is is what makes America what we are but in one of my poems I mentioned America is a first world country with third world problems right like (laughs) it's it's crazy like and I mean I feel like like you said like we just don't like being told no and Mm -hmm. having Trump in office definitely enabled a lot of stuff because this shit was happening prior to him being elected he just enabled people exactly and Mm -hmm. and it's sad but like we said hopefully with you know his term coming to end and the year coming to an end I just want better for everybody i want yeah. people to stop being assholes but that's not gonna happen what can you do what can you do right right and you just gotta deal with it but i just yeah. i think we agree that 2020 has has definitely been a year and we want to turn around make this decade turn around and just let this first year be a real eye-opener and okay we learned our lesson let's turn this shit back around <laughs> for next year i i would uh, i I would definitely hope so. Put it like that. So (laughs) my experience tells me the opposite, that we will kind of (laughs) go along. (laughs) We will, um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be like, leave on like a negative note or be like a Debbie Downer about the situation. But, you know, we have- (laughs) Just let me hope. Please, please don't ruin it. Right, right. I mean, (laughs) like, go ahead. I mean, I say go, you know, we, we- we will, we will stumble and we will go on, but I mean, we'll keep moving forward. I think that is the best 
that I think for me, that is the best hopeful, hopeful message of it all. I mean, yeah, you know, people are assholes. Yeah, they're, you know, they're doing things they're not supposed to be doing. But, you know, something about that, they they have been always doing that, like we said. Mm -hmm. And yet still, we've moved forward. We've progressed. We've, you know, we've made whatever advances and things like that and you know people are always changing and you know you always have the new generation you know one of the positive things i remember seeing is that you know this new generation of you know kids kind of growing up is that you know like when you look at sexuality for instance you know they're a lot more open to you know different things and different ways of being so mm -hmm. i think that's always a good it's mm -hmm. always we're always progressing and moving forward I would say, I mean, we're still, you know, being assholes, but we're still, <laughs> we're still moving forward. So that's good. Definitely. And that's all we could do one day at a time. Right. 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 All right, my brother, I do appreciate you joining. I appreciate your time. For those that don't know, Jimmy unexpectedly got called into work and they tried to finesse my brother, talk about you're supposed to be here. They he did. said, nah, right. you're a liar. <laughs> right. They did. They did. But I was like, you know, all I'm going to be doing is playing Fortnite. So I guess what wow. I mean. Okay, let's. All right, we're done. You're not going to tell people that's what you do at work when we just talked about you be passionate about your fucking career. <laughs> I am passionate. I am here for it. But you know what? You got to do self care as well. So I mean, you know right. what? Okay, you you got a point there. On that, we ending this. Right. Jimmy, I appreciate your time. This was cool. I hope we uh, you know, were able to to, to resonate with the people. And um, yep. I don't know. We'll chop it up after this, and I'll definitely invite you back. So you have a good shift at work, brother. All right. Thanks. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. So that was a great talk. Um, I dead as <laughs> didn't even know that this lovely platform that I'm using gave me the like had the capabilities to be able to record with somebody and it pretty much was like a phone call. Um, so that was my first time doing it. Um, but I definitely definitely enjoyed Jimmy. I hope you guys did as well. And um, we definitely that was a good conversation. I hope that as always somebody was able to take something from it and just having somebody different so it's not just me just just ranting like that's you know somebody that I, I chill with um not often but but we cool um so I saw fit you know to to invite him to the show and he's definitely gonna be back once season two comes back around um and we gonna we gonna talk about sexuality so season two is gonna be hot I, I already got this the podcast is listed explicit season two is gonna be raw but with that being said, y'all, we are coming to an end for today's episode, um, being passionate. And I truly hope that if you don't know what you're passionate about, that you truly do some soul searching to figure out the things that that drive and motivate you and, and you know, kind of kind of start the journey from there. Um so I realized last couple episodes, I did not do my podcast suggestions. Um, no apologies. No, you know, it just wasn't a need for it at the time. But my baby mama, my girl, 
my boo thing who don't even have to give me a ring. My boo, Jilly from Philly. Jill Scott. Girl. <laughs> I've been around the too much. Girl. <laughs> ah, anyway, Jill Scott has a podcast that y'all all need to check out. And it's called Jill the Podcast. I think she started like mm, two weeks ago or something like that. So she only got a couple episodes out. But definitely check her out. I'm with it just because of who she is. Like a great artist. A wonderful queen who needs more flowers while she's still on this earth. But definitely check her podcast out if you have not already done so. Again, it's called Jill the Podcast. Um... And yeah, with season one coming to an end, please, please, please hit me up with suggestions, topics, whatever discussions y'all want me to cover. Or if you want to come and join me just as Jimmy did, um, you know, still keeping social distancing in mind. It's it's a simple app. We could just chop it up, take it from there. I invite you to um, email me. I also invite you to follow me on social media. I am on Twitter and I am on Instagram. As always, I'm looking for feedback, ways to improve uh, myself as a host and just this show in general. I'm open to that, so please share that. Feel free to email that over to me. Um, and again, if you haven't left a review, please do that. I um, Just businesses and, and things thrive off reviews. People care what other people think. People want to know your experience and you know, stuff like that. Um, so if you haven't already done so, please leave a review. Let others know what you think about me, what you think about the show. And I personally don't care what you think about me, but <laughs> let them know what you think about the show. Um, just so they, you know, so they know. And it's not just me gassing myself or my friends gassing me or whatever the case may be, but that is, is truly genuine and that I'm able to entertain and educate y'all all in the same boat. But yeah, that's it um pandemic stuff y'all already know wash your hands with soap and water at least 20 seconds make sure the water warm don't be using no cold ass water don't be using soap that's not antibacterial because it's really defeating the purpose hand sanitizer i believe they said 60 or 70 percent alcohol so make sure y'all doing that masks need i remind you of course i do because some people still aren't doing it wear it correctly over your nose over your mouth not down your nose not on you know on your bottom lip and just covering your chin like nah you just don't wear it honestly because you're not wearing it the proper way so it's not doing what the fuck it's supposed to do <sighs> okay now that that's off my chest as always <laughs> thank y'all for joining me today's episode qiye with me your host bad definitely definitely went over time today i think we touched probably like an hour and this is a first and it will be the last <laughs> but um yeah y'all do what y'all gotta do stay safe stay true to yourself find what you're passionate about wash your hands and uh till next time peace